are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material, and before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at ComBank and today I'm joined by Gareth Ayrd, our Head of Australian Economics. Gareth, nice to have you on. G'day Belinda, it's good to chat. It feels like a little while since we've done one of these. It has been. There's been a a bit of a a pause in economic data uh, more recently, which has been a great time, I think, to sit back and look at alternative data sources, reflect on how the Australian economy is been performing and one of the things that we've done I guess during this little pause in economic data before it starts to heat up later this week is to have a look at home prices. Now one of the things that uh, we've certainly seen in the daily house price data is falls are coming through a little bit faster than what we initially expected uh, a few months ago. Yeah, that, that's right. Look, a couple of months ago, um, after the RBO lifted the cash rate by 50 basis points in June, which, if you recall, was mm. the first business, not as usual, um, big rate hike, we went and revisited our home price forecast uh, to look for a 15% peak to trough fall. Um, now, we haven't actually changed that fall, no. but we've just said that we think that um, peak to trough will actually be realised a little bit sooner than we previously, previously anticipated. Um, simply because the RBA is putting through you know, these rate rise, uh, rate hikes so uh, aggressively, um, they've delivered now 175 basis points of tightening in a very short amount of time. Uh, we think they'll go, do another 50 basis points at the September board meeting, and that's having a clear impact on home prices. So in a lot of ways, we haven't actually changed our key message around the housing market, but it's just that um, prices are falling at a, at a rate which is a little bit quicker than what we anticipated, so we needed to you know, tweak the profile. And the thing in all of this is that it gets a little very circular to the extent yeah. that what, what we end up seeing in the housing market will be heavily dictated by what the Reserve Bank ends up delivering and how high they take the cash rate. So in a lot of ways, when we're um, putting out home price forecasts, we're also doing, doing it conditional on where we think the RBA is going to take the cash rate. And uh, at the moment, our base case scenario is for the cash rate to peak in November this year at 2.6%. Uh, although there, there is a risk uh, that maybe they deliver one more rate hike uh, in there, uh, just depending on, on how they're viewing the current state of the Australian economy. One of the things that we've seen the RBA do more recently is try to strike this balance between their job of wanting to control inflation, but to keep the economy on an even keel. Yeah, that's right. That's that's the words that the governor mm. uh, used in his statement earlier this month, and we saw those words appear again in the statement of monetary policy, and then a couple of weeks later in the minutes. So the RBA is trying to get this tightening cycle right and calibrated in a way that means economic outcomes remain strong, uh, but they drag the rate of inflation down, and it's it's hard to get it right when you do have such a blunt instrument in the cash rate. And it's even harder to get it right, I think, when you're raising the cash rate so quickly because you're not actually giving yourself a lot of time to, to assess the impact of those hikes. And I think that's, that's really been something we've been stressing a lot in our notes because what you can see is a real dichotomy in the economic data at the moment where a lot of the um, either backward-looking data or the coincident 
um, information looks reasonably good. But a lot of the forward-looking data has really started to turn, and house prices are a part of that. They're, they're a reasonable leading indicator of uh, where the consumer is likely to go. But we've also seen consumer sentiment come off a lot. I mean, that is now at recessionary-type levels. Uh, the PMIs that were out last week um, printed in the contractionary zone. Um, new lending, which we get out later this week, uh, should be down quite a bit on our internal data. So for us, there's quite a bit of evidence that um, things are going to slow. But the question is, you know, does the RBA actually wait and see that slowdown in the official data or before um, pausing in their tightening cycle or do they sort of keep going and then finally actually see it on the spending side? And again, something which we've been uh, pointing out in our written work is that um, there's quite a lag between mm. changes in the cash rate and then that how that actually impacts um a borrower who's on the standard variable rate making the minimum mortgage repayment, at CBA there's a three-month lag between when the RBA moves and then when the, the borrower's direct debit actually goes up. And normally that doesn't matter having such a, a long lag, but when um, when you're putting through rate hikes at such a quick pace and they haven't actually hit the cash flow uh, from a household, it's, it's hard to actually gauge what impact those hikes are having on the economy because Households say they're not feeling good about the about the economic outlook, but from a cash flow perspective, they haven't been hit really uh, with the bulk of the the rate hikes that the RBA has put through. Yeah. So at the moment, I mean, uh, on Monday we got uh, retail trade data for July it rose strongly, is at one point three percent for the month, and there was strength in all categories apart from household goods, which makes sense because that's most exposed to the slowing we are seeing in home prices. But as you said, at the moment, there is this real uh, dichotomy between we know higher interest rates have impacted on household repayments and they're going to continue to increase on household repayments going through going forward because of that lag. But according to some of the official data, we haven't seen signs of slowdown in consumer spending yet and that retail trade number for July I think was certainly an example of that we're seeing very strong gains in spending on things like clothing and footwear I think a lot of consumers didn't buy clothes uh, last year and certainly are restocking their wardrobes department store spending has been really strong as well consumers are still eating out at, at cafes and restaurants and and on food as well now that's obviously nominal dollars the strength we've seen in consumer prices makes it less impressive in terms of real spending or or volumes. One of the things we're watching quite closely at the moment is our high-frequency CBA credit and debit card spending data. Have we seen any signs of what's happening in August so far? Look, we have. And uh, the the evidence is that things have moderated Mm. uh, over August. So our data is high-frequency and it's quite volatile uh, week-to-week in terms of um, how, how spending drops, but our data actually did indicate that July was a relatively strong month for retail, um, but we didn't quite go with that, yeah. that number as our forecast because it looked a little bit too strong. It's and hard to reconcile. Out, well, that's right. Yeah. As it turned out, it was pretty much on the money. Um, now, what our internal data is telling us in August is that we are actually seeing uh, quite a moderation in spending, mm. and it looks to be so far on the, on the month uh, flat in nominal terms. Yeah. And I think there's your early evidence that the rate hikes are starting to impact the spending decisions of households. And that will only gather momentum as we move forward from here as those rate hikes that the RBA has already delivered um, start to impact borrowers' cash flow. 
And then, of course, there's the expectation that the RBA still got more hikes to deliver, which will just further push out um, the, the impact or the lag impact, if you like, of those hikes coming through on cash flow. And then, of course, you've got borrowers who are on very low fixed rates that are that are find that, that, that their loans are actually expiring, and they'll find themselves um, moving on to higher variable rates and therefore higher mortgage repayments. So, there's a lot of moving parts mm. at the moment, and the difficulty that I think a lot of people have at the moment in trying to forecast the economy and work out where all this lands is that the pace of tightening has just been so quick that there hasn't been a lot of time to actually, and there hasn't really been the evidence mm. to indicate just exactly how these rate hikes are going to impact people other than we know there's a significant proportion of borrowers out there who will experience a big increase uh, in their mortgage repayments. So some other data has turned as well. You mentioned earlier the PMI, the Purchases Managers Index for Australia did fall in August. It fell below that all-important 50 level uh, which separates uh, expansion and contraction uh, in business activity. So that has fallen. We've also seen, uh, as you mentioned, uh, particularly data around housing has started to moderate as well. And I'll add to that, we are starting to see some signs that maybe job ads have peaked and coming back down. Mm. Yeah, it's a good, good point on the job ads. Mm. Um, in fact, there's a number of different series on job ads. Um, you've got ANZ job advertisements. You've got the Internet Vacancies Index um, series. You've got uh, seat job ads. And they've all um, come off mm. just in the, in the in the recent month. And in fact, uh, there was almost a 40% fall in hospitality jobs yeah, over the month. Big. Now, it was huge. Yeah. And it's hard to know whether that is because a whole you've had a whole influx of foreign workers that are now picking up those jobs or that it is the case that um, as spending slows in mm. the hospitality space, you're seeing businesses no longer needing to recruit for jobs that they previously uh, have, ad- have advertised for. Um, it's, hard to, it's hard to know exactly what, what's going on there, but the, those job ads in aggregate terms were down 3.8% on the month in July, and that is tentative evidence, I think, that labour demand is moderating. Um, the level of vacancies is still very high, yeah. but it does take a while for these things to turn. And if we go back to what the RBA has done and that lagged impact that their hikes have on um, borrower repayments and therefore spending, and then spending has a lagged impact on the labour market, you can see how it takes a while for these things to, to turn. But directionally, I think um, I think we are moving in a place where things are clearly going to slow. Now, we get a lot of data out uh, in the week ahead in the lead up to GDP data next Wednesday, the 7th of September. So I think data that will be really important to watch will be uh, home loan data that comes out on Thursday. We also get CapEx data out on Thursday as well. Now, that's going to lead into the all-important September RBA meeting and then GDP data on Wednesday. So no doubt, Gareth, we will touch base ahead and after those all-important data releases. Well, that's right. It's a big list you've just (laughs) read out. And then we should throw in that we hear from the Reserve Bank governor uh, in a speech on Thursday at the Ennicott Foundation, and that'll be a very important speech, I think, for the financial markets. Um, The the governor may not say a lot in his statement accompanying Mm. the September board decision and and might actually save that uh, for the speech on Thursday, but markets will be clearly looking for any shift in tone, um, any indication that the pace of rate hikes may slow, uh, anything really that just gives us a, a sense on where the RBA is currently at in terms of 
potentially slowing down the pace of, of tightening. They've said they're not on a preset path, mm-hmm. um, but they could uh, imply that um, they're getting to the point where they're ready to slow the pace of hikes. And I think that speech on Thursday would be an obvious place uh, for the governor to say that, if indeed that's that's where they're at at the moment. So that speech is on the 8th of September, and uh, for all those keenly waiting it, the title is Economic Outlook and Monetary Policy. So it's shaping up to be a big one next week. Gareth, appreciate your time in just giving us a real good update on where the economy and where our thinking uh, sits right now, and uh, we'll touch base after the RBA and GDP next week. Thanks for joining. Pleasure. Now, we have published a lot of different reports uh, lately on the Australian economy. Uh, the home price note that Gareth did mention, uh, that was published the 26th of August 2022. You can also read our card spend report, which was published on the 30th of August 2022 on combankresearch.com.au. And where CBA data is referred to, this means the proprietary data of the bank as the Statistics take into account only the bank's data and may not reflect all trends in the market. All customer data used or represented is anonymised and aggregated before analysis and is used and disclosed in accordance with the bank's privacy policy.